Monday, Thursday, Sunday, NFL, NFL, NFL. Let's talk about it. I am him, J-I-G. This is that guy, Jig Sports Podcast. And like I just said, I am him, J-I-G. And the NFL season is hitting that point of uh, of cream. You know what I mean? It's getting to the good part. You know, if we were eating a Twinkie at this point, you know, we're eating the part, you know, when you get that first bite, you might, you know, me personally, I'm a, I'm a three bite type of guy on a Twinkie. You know, I, I don't know about you, but I, I like to, I like to unwrap the Twinkie and then I take a little, I take a little, a little, a little, a little taste, you know, and, 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 and the first bite, I'm just trying to see the, you know, the texture. I'm trying to see the, uh, I'm trying to see, um, how much cream will come out, pause. You know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just really trying to evaluate the Twinkie before I really take this to the next level, because that second bite, I'm going about, a, I'm going about half a thumb. I'm going about half a thumb. But if you're talking about a Twinkie here, remember we're talking Twinkie. So if I'm going half a thumb on a Twinkie, I'm taking a nice little bite, okay? And that's the part. That part right there. That's the part that we're on in the NFL, right there. Because at this point, depending on who your team is, you're sweating. Bengals fans, sweating. Browns fans, officially sweating. Massage oil, I'm sorry, Deshaun Watson is out for the season. And honestly, he was playing pretty good on Sunday. And listen, I just made the little joke, I know, but you never want to wish injury on anybody. You never want to wish injury on anybody, okay? And at the end of the day, that's that's not for us to talk about here on a sports podcast, what he was involved in. But what I'm here to tell you is that sucks. Because now we're starting to wonder, well, what does this mean? And I mean by we, fantasy football people, I'm talking about Amari Cooper owners. You know, if you got Amari Cooper in fantasy football right now, you're kind of nervous because it's like, okay, well, you know, uh, I I read a report earlier that says the, you know, the rookie is not as nervous anymore, you know, and he's ready to go. Well, I hope so, bud, because Pittsburgh's loading the box. You're not running the ball on Sunday. You hear what I'm telling you? You're not running the ball on Sunday. So it's going to be very, very interesting to see what's going to go down with, you know, the Browns, the receivers, David Njoku. That's another guy who's going to be, you know, heavily, 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 heavily questionable now. But at the same time, you feel more confident with a guy with Njoku, with a guy with like Elijah Cooper that are closer to the quarterback to get the ball out quicker. Now, there are packages and schemes that you can do to put Amari Cooper in the slot, which I'm sure they would do. But I hope so, because as I look at my roster and I look at Amari Cooper, I have a tear. So, we'll see. Bears and Lions. Justin Fields returns, so fantasy for fantasy football. DJ Moore is now relevant again, okay? You know, and I know early in this season, going back to the YouTube days, when, when we were only on the YouTube, you know, we made a real big laugh for about DJ Moore, but DJ Moore, we miss you, bud. Come back home, big head. We need you to do your thing this Sunday. Now the Lions, the Lions are the Lions are pretty good. If you got a David Montgomery Gibbs, if you got St. Brown in deeper leagues, if you got a, a Reynolds, um, I'm, I'm a Khalif Raymond, or uh, sorry, my bad, Sam Laporta. Forgot all about you for a couple seconds. I don't have my uh, LeBron James tight end list up. But what I'm telling you is, if you have these guys, 
If you have anybody for the Lions, you're comfortable, man. This is a good football team. This is a team you can rely on. This is a team you can depend on. They are built forward tough. That is not a pun because they play at forward field. But I just know my shit. Listen to me. What I'm telling you is when you move on, which we are about to do, to this Chargers and Packers game, I'm getting real sick and tired of the Packers. And I'm just like Matt LaFleur because I know Matt LaFleur is also sick of, of uh, Jordan Love. It was all cute in the beginning of the year to throw up those little hearts. 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 Nobody, no, I'm done with it. I'm done with it. Christian Watson, I'm done with you, bud. This is all fantasy football talk right now, okay? I'll, I'll, I'll get back to the NFL commentary, but I hope you see what we're doing here, okay? Catch up, and I'll give you the mustard. Now, listen, what I'm telling you is, is Christian Watson, you got to do something for us, bud, because right now, Romeo Dupes, uh, 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 Jalen Reed, uh, Jordan Wicks, um, uh, Musgraves. These are these are the, these are the pass catchers we like. These are the pass catchers we like in Green Bay. Okay. Now when you go to the other side, the Chargers should have a field day offensively against this Green Bay Packers defense. This Green Bay Packers defense is bad. B A D bad. They are bad. So Justin Fields and these guys should have no problems. Keenan Allen should get into the paint. Quentin Johnston should get into the paint. Guyton should be okay. Gerald Everett for deeper tight ends. Austin Eckler should do his thing. So that's a matchup that you should find some gold in. Moving on, we're going to keep it moving, keep it rolling, because there's a lot of games we got to get to here, folks. The Raiders and the Dolphins is an interesting one because look for the Dolphins to come out and sharpen their teeth. You know, back listen when I was in the oil field, man, I had a, I got a, I had a, I had a, ooh, what a stutter. When I was in the oil field, man, I had a, I had a PM, man, good guy, great man, great man, great man, and uh, he, you know, I, I didn't want to yell at the guys one day. He said, you know what, man, you gotta go out there and you gotta sharpen up your teeth. You gotta show them what you got. I said, all right, and that's what I did, and that's what you're going to see the Dolphins do to the Raiders. They're going to sharpen up their teeth and show you what you can do what they got. So I like Raheem Mosher. I like Devin A. Chain. I like uh, Jalen Waddle. I like Tyreek Hill. I like uh, a Smith, a Smythe in deeper league tight end play streamers. I like the I, I like the pass catchers and the running backs for the Dolphins. Now for the flip side, Devontae Adams. Um, uh, Jacoby Myers, uh, Mayer, Michael, My- and Michael Myers is looking like he's about to come along, man. I'm telling you, the Notre Dame tight ends, man, they, they, uh, Notre Dame's producing them at a higher rate right now. Josh Jacobs, Jingleheimer, Schmidt, that is my last name too. Tulsa, Oklahoma, stand up. Those are the guys I like. But overall, I think the Anto- Antonio Pierce train ends in Miami. It's going to be a great place though if they win. Listen to me, if the if the Raiders go down because you have to remember, the Dolphins struggle against competent football. Okay? The Dolphins struggle against confident competent incompetent football. Sorry. No. I said it right the first time. Excuse me, and I'm sorry. The Dolphins struggle against competent football. The Raiders are playing competent football. So they could struggle on Sunday. So look for the Raiders maybe to upset them and smoke some cigars down in Miami. Why not celebrate? Moving on, Giants and Commanders. Now listen to me. This is very interesting because the Commanders, the Commanders are starting to show you value fantasy football. I'm talking Sam Howell's the number two passing quarterback in the NFL. I'm talking Antonio Gibson. I'm talking Brian Robinson. I'm talking Terry McLaurin. I'm talking uh, Joe Jahan Dodson. I'm talking... Uh, 
I'm talking uh, Logan Thompson. Logan Thompson, a great tight end to have this year. He's a great. He's starting to be reliable. Now Curtis Samuel is a is a is a Swiss Army knife that you would love to see applied and used. But can he stay healthy? Availability is the best ability, folks. You will hear me say that a lot. The Giants are a dumpster fire right now because Brian Dable understands the assignment. You hear what I'm telling you? One more time. Brian Dable understands the assignment. Wouldn't it be crazy if Sean McDermott got fired from the Bills and then Brian Dable got the job at the Bills? I'm just saying, crazy, weird thought, but it's just crazy to think about. But Brian Dable understands the assignment as far as he knows he has to lose before he can win. And that's how the NFL works. You have to be a shit show before you can be the show. The only teams that are not shit shows are in the big markets or they got big name coaches to lure. Which the Giants have the big market, but they ain't got nothing else to lure. Moving on. Cowboys and Panthers. Once again, if you have anybody like you had last week for the Cowboys and you were a part of that magnificent game where everybody was getting points and everybody was like hot-fiving and chest-bumping and woo! All that. It's not going to happen this week. The Panthers have a very solid defense that bends but don't break. I'm just kidding. It's all going to happen again. If if you're playing against the Dallas Cowboys this week in fantasy football, prepare for a season high or close to it because the Panthers are a bad football team. Their defense is not bad, but when your offense is that bad, going against a stellar defense like that, what does that create? More opportunity, more opportunity, more and more chances. More chances mean we're putting points up. These are professional athletes here, folks. You, case in point. Case in point. Broncos beat the Bills. The Bills are a, a much better football team. But the Broncos are still a professional football team, right? So when you give the Broncos four extra chances, right, because of turnovers, what happens? The Broncos win. That's how key the turnover battle is in the NFL and in the field position. That's how key those things are. And that's what I'm trying to tell you right now. Dallas is going to create more of those turnovers, giving more opportunity to their offense. Their offense is going to cash in on every opportunity. Panthers' defense is respectable. Very admirable, but mistaken. Not this week. Get them up out of here. Next one. Titans and Jaguars. This is going to be a very, very sad game because when you look at the Titans, Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry's to the point for people that he is a a matchup-based play. You hear what I'm telling you? He's a matchup-based play, and I hope he gets traded to a contender next season because it's hurting him. It's hurting him. It's hurting everybody that drafted him. You can tell in my voice that I drafted Derrick Henry. And I'm telling you, he's to the point where he is a week-to-week base play. You can't play him every week. You can no longer just set him and forget him no more with Derrick Henry, and that's the point where we're at, ladies and gentlemen, because girls play fantasy football too. Now, the Jaguars, on the other hand, they got some players that we're okay with having. Okay, uh, ETN, a great running back to have. Um, Evan Ingram, great tight end to have. Um, Ridley, we'd like to see a little bit more from him, but Christian Kirk, let me tell you something. Christian Kirk's a sentiment, forget him type of guy. He's roommates with the quarterback. They play golf together. Christian Kirk is a play you want to have. Okay, and back to the Titans real quick before I move on. Now, Nuke, listen to me, man. I love you, bro. That's all I got to say. Moving on to the Cardinals and the Texans. 
This game is going to be, it's one of those games where it's like the Cardinals are playing for contracts. You got Kyler Murray, he's trying to, he's trying to show it to the world that he's still got it. You know, he's trying to make sure the world sees that we are not dead. This ACL injury has not hampered or stalled out anything. And if anything, we've gotten better, we've improved. If anything, we've gotten better, we've improved mentally, which is going to make for better play on the outside. These are just thoughts that I have here. And also for Kyler, man, he's going to be a hot commodity for teams that are looking for a quarterback that may not want to trade up in the draft. They may not want to sell their souls for a high draft pick. They might just want a Kyler Murray. They might just want a Kyler Murray, you know what I mean? Might want to just trade for him. So this game is interesting for that. C.J. Stroud is going to love to keep it going. So if I got Noah Brown, if I got, you know, um, I don't know if Nico's playing, Tank Dale, uh, uh, Schultz, you know, Devin Singletary, you know, you're playing these guys as long as C.J. Stroud's under center because he's that much of a difference maker. Give me the Texans in this game. Overall, moving on. Buccaneers at the 49ers. Now listen, this is very interesting because the, Bucc- the, the, the Buccaneers have Mike Evans. They're coming at you with a, uh, a Kate Otten lately. Chris Godwin in the slot getting some nice catches. And Rashad White. Now, these are four players that you want to play. You know, Trey Palmer for a streamer. But these are player, players that you want to play. But they're going against an elite defense. It's going to come down to Baker Mayfield. Which Baker Mayfield comes out and plays at, two, at 205 Mountain Time? That's what you That's what, that's what you want to go now. For the 49ers, you got your usual suspects. Christian McCaffrey, of course, you're going to start him. You got, you know, Debo, Ayuk, Kittle, and, you know, and look for, uh, you know, look for uh, uh, Jennings to pop in in there and make a couple catches. If you're in really deep leagues, you might have to play him. I hope not, but whatever. Bye weeks are crazy. But the usual suspects for the 49ers, they don't. Now, they're going against the Buccaneers, who's run defense is suspect, but look for Debo, look for Ayuk, and look for Kittle. And look for receiving yards for uh, McCaffrey. Big passing day for Brock Purdy against his Buccaneers passing defense. Jets and Bills. Now, this is interesting. Bills just fired their head coach. Now, I mean, not a head coach, their offensive coordinator. So, which way are they going to go now? As far as, are they leaning more run 50-50 or pass heavy or what? Because it's going to be very, very intriguing for us in the fantasy football. Because James Cook, what happens with him? You know? I think Dalton Kincaid and Stephon Diggs are safe. Gabe Davis needs to figure it the fuck out. Can't drop so many damn passes. So we're going to figure it out. The Jets, I don't know if you can play anybody on that team this week. You might be able to get away with playing Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson. Anything further than that, you're hoping for a miracle, bud. You're playing against a team that's going to be very upset, very motivated, very focused. And that's scary because these are professional athletes. Moving on. Seahawks and Rams. This is a very interesting game because if Stafford plays, you know, we're kind of trying to figure out what the Rams are really hoping to play for this year. You know what I mean? It doesn't really make sense. They got the great emergence of Puka. You know, Kyron Williams is supposed to be back. Are they going to try to make like a late season push or something? I don't know. But fuck those picks. Turn kind of seems like, you know, maybe we should have kept a couple. Maybe. I don't know. Seahawks are kind of picking it back up. You know, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, 
Kenneth Walker, those are the usual suspects. Geno Smith, it all depends on them. I mean, it all depends on him for them. That's the thing. It all depends on him for them. Geno Smith has to perform for these guys to be relevant. And that's what sucks. Because they gave Geno his bread, so he should be all right. But so far, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it not one bit. But everybody's in play in that one, man. You got the Vikings and the Broncos, man. The Broncos are coming back. They've been doing some good stuff lately. This is going to be where you play everybody. It's going to be a high-scoring game, Loki. That game right there is going to be one of those games where you're going to look back and say, man, I wish that I would have played Cortland Sutton. I wish I would have played, you know, the, the running back for Jaleel McGoffman. Sorry, brain fart. I wish I would have played Ty Chandler. These are the... These are the thoughts you don't want to have because you left these guys on the bench. Both of these defenses are bad. Both of these defenses are missing people. So these are the teams you want to go. I mean, these are just these are just ideas, guys. You know, I, I'm not I'm not I don't have a supercomputer. I just know a little bit about ball. You know, and Monday night we got the Eagles and Chiefs rematch. I listen, guys. This is going to be a low-scoring one. I'm telling you. If you got A.J. Brown, Jalen Hurts, Swift, Kelsey, Mahomes, of course you're good, you know what I mean? But don't be looking for don't be looking for extra 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 gold in these hills. It's gonna be reserved for a few, because I'm gonna tell you something, I'm gonna tell you something right now. If the Chiefs get up or if the if the Eagles get up like they were in the Super Bowl, they're not about to lose this lead this time. They're going to bleed that damn clock. It's going to be a lot of tush pushing. It's going to be a lot of pissed off Chiefs fans. What it's going to be. Because they're not here to outscore you guys. They're here to beat you. So look for that. So this week at Fantasy Football, guys, you know, um, may the odds be in your favor. You know what I mean? I mean, good luck to you. I mean, I hope, I hope you win. I hope the ones, the people that are are struggling, the people who just need a couple wins to get to that playoff push, man, I'm right here with you. I'm right here with you. Fantasy football is not is, is hey, hey, it's not for the weak minded. It's not for the weak minded. It's for the people who are willing to fight for their right to not have to sit at a Waffle House and eat fucking pancake. I mean, eat waffles until. 24 hours for 24 hours you know that's that's who fantasy football is for guys and i'm here to tell you is that guy is that guy jig guys i ain't i'm not here to lie to you you don't always win this shit man you know i can i have i have some i have some teams in the pads that were just real stinkers you know they were real just real just real real toilets and it happens Sometimes the research isn't the research. Sometimes the intel doesn't match the intel. Sometimes the measurement is the measurement, but the measurement was wrong. And that's where we're at, folks. It don't matter anymore. Let's just get the damn job done. Let's get to the playoffs, man. Until you have an E next to your name. Until you have an E next to your name. You have a fighting chance, folks. You understand what I'm telling you? Don't call me a liar. I'm telling you the truth. 
I done, I done went on some improbable runs before my damn self. But you know where it starts? It started with belief. If you don't believe, you'll never try. If you'll never try, how can you fly? Please don't go jump off a cliff and try to fly. It's not possible for humans. We do not have wings. But what we do have are thumbs and index fingers. Use either one to push that damn follow button or that subscribe button. I am him, J-I-G. Thanks for listening to that guy, J-Exports Podcast. Peace.